Whatever you believe becomes your reality. This is Shana Weldon. Thank you for tuning in. It is time to elevate your life. Twice a week, I give guidance for you to pursue your passions and live your best life. And it's go time. So I was speaking with my great friend, Bree. And I'm so excited, Bree, for when you listen to this and then you call me and I'm excited for a phone call. But I want to talk about our conversation that we had yesterday about the hardship of pursuing engineering and pursuing a passion project. And first off, these don't, these could be used interchangeably or they could be used, I guess, in opposite of each other, like I'm using it now, but it doesn't need to be engineering or passion project. There's definitely a way to have them combined. In my sense, I've not actually figured out yet how to combine those. And I do know that I like the intellectual stimulation of engineering, but what I really get passionate about and what really drives me and where I really find purpose in the world is by listening to people's stories that love what they do to inspire others to then pursue their dreams because people get inspired through stories. And I know this, right? And I deeply know this. I write it down almost every single week, the same thing. And I literally write my name. I put Shana, you are here to inspire people to pursue their dreams. You are obsessed, or I'll put, I am obsessed with people that love what they do. And I want to find the key to pursuing what you want to do. Because so many of us get tied up in our jobs and we're just surviving instead of thriving. It's funny how it rhymes. And, but we're surviving though. And we, it sounds absolutely absurd to wake up at 8 a.m. to go to work that you don't like to get back at five, six, to watch TV, to drown out your thoughts for three hours and then go to bed. And you do that for five days. But you might not tell yourself that, you know, convince yourself, no, I do like my job. Because what happens if you actually thought about it and told yourself, no, I don't like my job. That'd mean that you're probably a loser, you failed, and uh, yeah, you're a loser for not pursuing what you want to pursue. And instead giving up and getting a job because of the money or the status or the excuse, whatever it is, and that's hard to do. So you don't, and then you live the next 50, 40 years of your life being a slave to whatever industry you're in. When you knew that you have another purpose in life, and I want to figure out those people that are different, that gave it all up to pursue their dreams, what their motivation is, And that's, that's what I'm all about. When talking with Bree, I even run into this. I think first step is getting clear on what you really want to do, which most people do know. They just don't allow themselves to know. Because we all have an idea of our dreams and what we want to do. And we just get misguided and we get distracted through life of either people telling you, nope, that's a stupid idea. Oh, you're going to be a, a startup founder? That's freaking dumb. That's not even a job. Oh, you want to record yourself gardening? That's not even a job. That's a freaking hobby. And after the 12th, 20th, whatever person tells you, you say, yeah, you know what? This kind of is dumb. Let me just be a lawyer. And so after getting clear 
with what you want to do, in my case, I still have an issue with the engineering. And when I get really low, like I did about two weeks ago, I got super sick. I had podcast episodes lined up. I had a new job. I applied to like 20 different radio stations and emailed the the three radio stations in my area. And everything was looking up. I got extremely sick. It all came crashing down. And then in that time, I applied for an engineering job. Very interesting. Also, I'm so sorry for the people, the engineers, uh, the hiring managers that listen to this. Because in the interview, I was completely honest. I do like engineering and I, I do find it extremely, extremely enticing and challenging. And the idea to build a project off of the water and focus on marine infrastructure is brilliant. But again, it does not... It does not align with what I'm really out to create in the world. And I know this, but I applied for the engineering job and I got an interview for the engineering job. And it's because for some reason, and Brie actually mentioned this to me, I think that the engineering is where I belong because you need intelligence to be a part of it. Just the status of what engineering means, that's where I see myself. And I want that. And there's just a grasp to this high level, what society deems as high level, and even I do too, to get this job. Even though it has nothing to do with what I want to create in the world. But it's so, it is so gripping and magnetic to me that I find myself applying to these jobs and I learn something new every time I apply and I, and I think about why I am. So yeah, at first I thought, wow, Shana, you're a freaking loser for, not actually, but like, what the hell are you doing? Applying to this damn engineering job, you know, you don't want to do it. But instead of that, that's what I used to think. And sometimes I still do, but also I think why? Like what's coming up for me? And I say, you know what? I think I deserve it. Okay, well, what does that mean? Do I deserve it even if I don't apply? I don't even exactly know. But anyways, I realized that in times where I get really low and and head off of my track, it's important to surround myself with people that I can count on. And so usually in this case, I'll find myself calling my grandma, who reiterates the same thing to me every time I call her about this. And for some reason, it sounds like I hear it for the first time. And she says the same thing. and And she says, follow your heart. And I'm like, wow, you're right. And I say this every phone call uh, (laughs) where I have an issue that I'm I'm not like aligned with what I want to do. Like when I apply to an engineering job, it's like, Shana, follow your heart. And I listen to her and I'm like, wow, yeah, you're right. Like, I haven't heard this before. Even though literally two months ago she said the same thing. And I absolutely love it. And what I got from this is that it's so important to have someone that you can call that sees you in a light that you might not see yourself. So my grandma sees me as someone who pursues my dreams and is focused on what I want to create and knows that I should be led with my heart. And that's is someone you need to find in your life and that you need to call in times where you lose it because we all do. And it'd be great. Well, it actually would not be great. It'd be very lonely if we can just go through life by ourselves and God made us so we can't. And there's a beauty in that. So you need to find people that you can call. Mm -hmm. And it's to find someone that sees you, again, that sees you in the light that you might not see yourself at that moment. 
of leading with heart, knowing you can pursue anything, and getting in touch with what you're really out to create. It's also interesting, so sometimes I will, I see my friends, and especially graduating out of college, I see my engineering friends, and they'll post on their Snapchat or Instagram, and it'll be like a, I don't know, a picture of their new job. Let's just say it's Lockheed Martin. I'm trying to pick a job that I don't know anybody that's in because I don't want, I don't want to say a specific company name and the person's going to say, oh my God, Shana, you saw my story. I know you're talking about me. Uh, but I think everybody should think I'm talking about them first. And it's interesting how people don't want me to talk about them. Oh, I'm going to get sidetracked. But let's just say Lockheed Martin. And it's funny because these people will take a picture. And I'm sure other people say congratulations. And I don't think that. No, I'm not congratulating you for getting a Lockheed Martin job that pays you 100K with benefits. Potentially your own, your own parking spot. Because when we spoke two years ago about you wanting to be an artist and paint, I remember the joy that you had. And so it's not a congratulations that you fell back on this easy pathway to become an engineer. So no, you're not getting a congrats from me. In fact, I will, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. The purpose isn't to be negative, but it's to have you realize what's going on. And that you're at a young age of in your 20s, where time is the most precious thing and it's not money. You don't have kids to worry about, a mortgage, a house, whatever else. You literally have food, a few other insurance bills possibly, and rent. And you're telling me your biggest worry is money? sounds like a fat excuse and it sounds like you want to pursue the easy route of getting an engineering job and the accolade that comes with that so no it's not congratulations so if you want to congrats don't call me <laughs> um, but it definitely is very difficult to navigate and when I realize that I'm in social situations it'd be a lot easier to just say I'm a field engineer for whatever civil company or let's just say Skanska. It'd be so easy to say that. It'd be easy to talk about. I would like, I mean, I loved it when people, when I said I'm a civil engineer and people looked at me like, wow. Every time I go to the bar, well, not every time, but a lot of times I go to the bar and I'd say that and people would say, wow, you must be so smart. And honestly, it was so great to have that. It was. I was like, yeah, like I am. What do you do? But anyways, that view of that person looking at me and thinking that I'm smart and this like attention that I get from being an engineer and, and it's, it's great and it's hard to turn from. But when I go home that night and I think to myself, what am I really doing? That's where it really comes in. And most people don't allow themselves to even think that. That's why they go home and watch TV or play video games, which I do, or go to the gym, which I do too. But... But it's hard because in these social situations, it's nice to get the attention. It's nice to have an easy flowing conversation versus when I say I'm a podcast host, they say, what the hell are you doing? Or they don't look at me the same. They say, oh, okay. Like you're one of everybody else. That's cool. I guess you probably don't even have a college education. Not that that matters, but it's just the response that they have and how it's more difficult in these situations where it's funny because why as a society do we even see these high-level jobs 
as as someone that's great. It's crazy that our first interaction with someone is usually, hi, what's your name? And then what do you do? Because your job defines who you are, doesn't it? Yet most of us have jobs that don't even relate to what we want to do. But we're proud of someone that has a job that makes money that need an education. It's crazy. And my first thought is to be proud. But then I think, no, what I'm really, who I would be really proud of is someone that goes after whatever they want and realizing what skills they have, what they want to contribute to the world and finding a way to do that. That is a brave and courageous person. And that takes a lot. And that's what I'd be proud of. But society does not see it like that. Because what would happen if we had people that were pursuing their dreams, were extremely confident, producing the greatest of products or content, whatever it is, we would have a society that I don't think is very structured. We're controlling people in our education systems by having them at a young, ripe age of, ripe sounds weird, but a young age of 16 years old, choosing their college major. Why? Why are we doing that when the first intent of college was to have you explore? Is that what your 20s is about? That's what it should be about, I think. It's about exploring in your 20s because you have the next years of your life to then master something. But that's not what we have now. Because if you decide something at 16 and you then get into a major or get into a college, you're then probably easier to, to control and you'll get straight into a job that hopefully relates to your major. Though, again, 75% of us don't get a job related to our major. That's also interesting. Yet we're keeping the same college structure uh, in place. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Well, I hope you got something from this conversation. And I think in the future, I'll be writing down specific topics that I want to focus on. Uh, I think that'll be good. So after you listen to about, after, I don't know, we talk about 15 minutes of content, I can then have a, a summary of what we went over instead of me free talking. Though I also think that in free speaking, you might get more stuff out of it rather than if it was, if it was set. But again, uh, it's amazing to be back. And I absolutely love this. And I'm so grateful for the people that have messaged me and said, hey, Shana, where are you at? You haven't published a podcast in a while. Thank you for saying that, okay? Because it kicked my butt right in gear, and you're so right. And I'm happy that some of you guys are listening and that are impacted by this. And when I am on TV or whatever futuristic platform that we have, I will remember those that listened in the beginning and those throughout that hopped on that supported me. And I really am thankful because it success comes in the form of a community and a team. And that's what I see you all as. So thanks. <laughs>